and get counseled by Inner Sight. By Inner Sight. On Heart to Heart with Sandy. Afternoon. You're listening to Heart to Heart on Q Radio with Sandy and Inasai. Today I have with me Ajanta. Hi Ajanta. Hi Sandy. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. So, how was your holiday and everything? Very nice. Thank you. Fantastic. So, if uh, this is your first time into Heart to Heart, um, this is a program which um, uh, touches on a dip- different uh, topic uh, every week, and we have our wonderful counselors, either Mahesh or uh, Ajanta, to fra- uh, to help us um, in counseling or dealing with certain topics. And today, I have with me Ajanta from Innersight, and uh, Innersight is a counseling and uh, training uh, center, and they deal with all. Su- all types of counseling with uh, kids with marriages with a lot of lgbt issues and uh, that's why we'd like to talk about it and if you have any questions about what we're talking about give us a call and tell us so um today's topic is uh, uh, transgender issues hmm. and uh, we know what the whole uh, transgender situation is in india hmm. where uh, you know people treat them badly they're not given housing where uh, jobs are not easy to come by and that creates that poses a huge problem for them and you know we believe that everybody should be included in society rather than discriminated against mm. and uh, that's why i feel that you know a good uh, show would help uh, people understand what transgenders are about and how to deal with them and teach transgenders what they should look for how they could get counseled um you know how, how they can solve their problems by seeking counseling and you know helping them i mean making it easier for them to uh, work in society i think uh, you know some of the things that he spoke about um, a lot of it is uh, related to lack of knowledge and understanding of what really transgenders are or absolutely and i think uh, some sometimes in society one tends to be afraid anything which uh, shakes uh, you know uh, the sort of slots that society has made yeah that uh, people should be a certain way people should dress a certain way people should like a certain uh, thing and uh, when when they see something which is different it automatically makes them very insecure so i think the lack of knowledge is one of the reasons why there is so much of uh, suspicion ridicule and uh, really discrimination against transgenders yes ajanta and you know today is um, international transgender remembrance day mm-hmm. which is why we've chosen this week to be all about uh, trans issues and uh, you know i feel that if we bring to light certain certain things people who are listening who are transgender can can be helped and people who are um dealing with transgenders can be helped mm. so you know i'm hoping that the show will help both sides of the coin you know we have talked a lot about lg and b issues but mm. we've never touched upon trans issues at all mm. and that's why today janta i thought we'd talk about uh, you know transgenders mm. and how um you know their thought processes and how they could actually uh, integrate themselves uh, with the lives of other people without feeling um would you say without feeling embarrassed or bad or miserable about it mm. so um 
you know, the, the first thing is most people have is what is a transgender? Yeah, I think it's uh, somebody who uh, has been, uh, you know, is, is born a particular gender but mm-hmm. identifies with being uh, uh, belonging to another gender or more plainly speaking, you're born a woman mm-hmm. but you identify as uh, yourself as a man. So basically, you have the body parts of a woman, yes. the sexual organs of a woman and, um, you know, but you feel that you're a man and yes. you look at life through the eyes of a man yes you want to dress like a man you want to be like a man all of it so okay so that's why um, you know name changes happen yes. um, the dress uh, the the clothes they wear are, are, are what they identify with and um, which is why I think uh, there's a big difference between uh, the lesbian gay and bisexuals and mm-hmm. transgenders because uh, this is more obvious you don't okay. meet someone and know their sexual orientation but if you meet a transgender you would know but I think sometimes also you you might not know because if it's a woman mm-hmm. who's identifying as a man and she has a short hair, she can kind of pass off. Yeah, because, possibly. Yeah, because the way women are like uh, dressed today is, mm. is very it's very unisex. Yes. I mean, a man could dress like that, a woman could dress like mm. that. Of course, it's if uh, she's, um, I mean, if he's. Mm. Um, what do you say, identifying as a woman, it's, it's a different. little bit more obvious. Yeah, because yeah. he's going to be dressing in skirts mm. and it's pretty apparent when a man is trying to uh, transition into a woman. Mm. And I think even with a woman transitioning into a man is obvious, but that's only after HRT, which is hormone replacement yes. theory, because it's only then um, you, you take testosterone, so your voice deepens, yes. you grow hair. And I think and that's a choice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, when, when you identify with another gender, not the gender yeah. that you're born with, uh, then you choose to completely yeah, to uh, sort of uh, transition or want, not. Yes. Okay. So uh, transgender is basically someone who thinks that they, or identifies with another gender, uh, not the gender that they are born with. So not the uh, so uh, if they like I said, if you're born a man, you uh, identify yourself as a woman. Okay. And, uh, this can uh, I mean lead to a lot of uh, difficulty in integrating in society. And not only that, I think for one's uh, for oneself also yes. because you I think that that should be huge. I think that's absolutely right, Sandy. It starts with oneself. Uh, imagine the amount of confusion. Uh, like you know, when we were talking earlier in our earlier sessions about uh, you know lesbians, gays, and bisexuals, that itself is uh, because the norms that you're taught from childhood mm-hmm. are that uh, this is how people are supposed to be. If you're a man, you need to feel attracted to a woman. You need to marry. You need to. Uh, reproduce these are the norms that you're taught these are the you know accepted that this is the way to be and here it's uh, forget about sexuality you're talking about just who you are sexuality is one part of you yeah. but uh, you know the gender is, is, is an identity it's like who you are so if I'm born a woman and I uh, constantly I'm thinking that no I'm a man and I want to be a man and I uh, it's very difficult to come to terms with it myself it's a lot of confusion. My fact. God, I can't even begin to imagine what uh, people go through because it must be so so tough because mm. you're born with certain body parts and you don't even want them. Mm. And, you know, it can be pretty terrible for people in the situation. Mm. And then for people around you to understand what's going on in your head mm. must be 10 times more difficult. Yes. And uh, through that process, while you're still struggling to accept yourself, uh, you are faced with so much of ridicule, so much of uh, non-acceptance, really. So much of, uh, uh, you know, people not understanding what's happening for you. And when people don't understand, like I said, they discriminate they because it makes them feel safe then. So, you know, you're facing all of that while you're still struggling to coming to terms with who you really are.
Oh yeah, I know. I mean that that is a it, it is a tough battle mm-hmm. to actually fight. But uh, you know what. What makes me feel really bad is that nobody else can understand it hmm. because when you're born with the see I think to a large extent people still understand uh when you're attracted to the same sex hmm. that is a lot easier to understand than to actually see a person who has the genitalia and parts of a woman but actually thinks like a man hmm. you uh, for an outsider you wonder like how does that happen yes and it uh, uh, the uh, stereotyping gender stereotyping happens so young uh, you will see it from a very young age you will see boys being gifted uh, guns Mm-hmm. uh which in any case i don't think should be gifted to any child yeah but <laughs> i agree with you, know, you on that <laughs> trucks and vehicles and cars and all of that uh being told that blue is your color mm-hmm. uh girls being told pink pink is, uh, your, is color, your color yeah. and dolls and kitchen sets and these are how uh, the uh, gender stereotyping uh, starts very early and uh, so that that's uh, because i think in some way society tries to uh, sort of uh to shove something you, down yes, yeah down your throat thing yeah this is what you're supposed to like you know what was really interesting uh, janta was i was watching this video of a 6 year old transgender mm. child and it was amazing um obviously uh, she was born a boy but mm. identified as a girl mm. and uh, nobody told her what color to choose or mm. uh, what to play with or anything but um, yeah well i think we're going into a break and we'll be right back after this break get counseled by inner sight on heart to heart with sandy Welcome back everyone. You're listening to Q Radio and this is Heart to Heart with Sandy and in a sight. Uh if you've just joined the show, uh I have Ajanta with me, the lovely lovely Ajanta from in a sight and uh, we're talking transgender issues. We just uh, covered what a transgender is and what transgenderism is, and uh, we were uh, talking about uh, you know gender identity and mm-hmm. how uh, it, the stereotyping happens so young. And you were telling uh, me, Sandy, about this video that you'd seen. Oh yeah, on YouTube, where mm. this uh, little boy mm. obviously identified as a girl and kept asking his parents why they put why they're putting him uh, in uh, shirts and pants, mm. and they didn't understand it because they didn't know what was going around. So uh, and what was going on. So. the child insisted on being dressed in a dress and loves the color pink loves little hair bands and jewelry and everything and you know uh, it everything was kind of fine till this the school refused to let her use the gents loo hmm. and so that is a, a kind of a problem right now because hmm. uh, they say you can't use the gents loo the boys loo and uh, the boys toilet and the little th- the little boy i mean the little girl refuses to go to a a boy's mm-hmm. toilet because um, she wants to know why am i being asked to go to a boy's toilet if i'm a girl mm. and the parents are finding it you know they're finding it a little um, difficult to kind of identify uh, with what she's she wants and what she's trying to say because they themselves don't understand it and you've got to understand this is in a society which is a lot more inclusive exactly uh, we are talking of a society where uh, the parents would then say okay she likes wearing a dress let her wear a dress mm-hmm. uh, that's unlikely to happen in the in, in the indian context true uh, but uh, you know we had uh, anu from hyderabad and 
she was telling us how um, her parents used to dress her up like a girl when she was young, mm. never in a, a, a boy's um, garb. It was always uh, or a boy's attire. It was always a dress, and uh, you know. And yes, and I think to a certain extent, if you look at uh, Indian families, mm-hmm. you'll see during festivals, you'll see during uh, certain times that little boys are or little girls are dressed as uh, you know certain gods and you dress exactly. So yeah, that does happen. But mm-hmm. if the uh, boy or the girl continuously uh, insisted on uh, dressing uh, 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 or identifying themselves with a gender which was not theirs, uh, most parents would not be at all understanding. In fact, would try to browbeat would try to browbeat them into sort of being a yeah, absolutely. Because here it wasn't even the parents' suggestion. It wasn't like how our little Indian mm-hmm. goddesses on fancy dress you mm-hmm. dress up a girl mm-hmm. like a boy. So you know, it wasn't even like that. This uh, this video that I saw, this uh, little child just wanted to wear girls clothes mm. and the parents couldn't understand why and then when they asked him why do you want to wear a girl's uh, girl's uh, uh, dress he said but because i am a girl yeah and, and know, it's as simple as that yeah. you know it's as simple as that yet it is so difficult to sort of uh, not just comprehend to accept I think, uh, you know, uh, the ridicule that one faces, uh, it starts from home, but it goes on to, uh, you know, children are cruel. Children are very cruel. And, you know, um, I think they're taking taking, uh, lessons from adults because uh, adults can be cruel too. And when you see, uh, you know, your environment being cruel, you think that's the way to be. Yes. And to uh, sort of uh, question anything that is uh, that you don't know about. So, uh, if you don't know about it, if you don't know that a boy can like to dress as a girl, then that means that's bad. That means that's wrong. That means it's a sin. So, you know, that's how people translate these sort of uh, things and sort of then, you know, gang up. You have a lot of those sort of uh, issues where they tend to uh, withdraw, tend to retreat uh, transgenders, uh, especially at that age when they themselves are still confused. Exactly. And, you know, how does, uh, you know, how does one deal with someone like that? Mm. That that is difficult for a person who has to deal with it, Mm. as well as the person going through it. Yes. And, you know, I think if uh, everybody, I I mean, according to me, I think everybody needs counseling, (laughs) not just the LGBT community, because I think everybody needs uh, counseling, because there are certain issues that we're not, um, what do you say, equipped to deal with Mm. uh, by ourselves or um, just getting help from our uh, surroundings which could be our friends or our parents mm. or whatever because they might they might have a different mindset mm. Mm. so I would think that going to a counsellor would be the first step into any issue that a person might have yes I think I think that's right I think uh, in terms of uh, of course uh, as a child uh, as a confused small child uh, may not know the option or may not have the uh, way of how to d- sort of contact a counsellor but for parents definitely I think parents who are the first mm-hmm. people who would notice something like this who would themselves be confounded who would be wondering what's happening to their child w- uh, wouldn't know how to deal with a child definitely uh, you know sort of reaching out for counselling is one option so you know what the one thing I wanted to uh, touch upon before we go into our break mm-hmm. is that uh, you know we've heard the term uh, transgender being used and but you know I think there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. surrounding it mm-hmm. I mean uh, under that umbrella of transgender comes transsexuals comes uh, um, cross dressers um, what else I mean transvestites mm-hmm. who are more or less like cross dressers mm-hmm. so there, there's a there's a whole plethora of of identities under transgender Mm. so it can get confusing for a lot of people Mm. Mm. but I think at the end of the day it means someone who identifies 
with a gender that they're not born with. Okay, we're going to come back. Heart to heart with Sandy and Inside. The counseling session is on. everyone you're listening to Q Radio and this is Heart to Heart with Sandy and Inner Sight if you've just joined the conversation i'm sitting with the lovely ajanta day from Inner Sight and uh, we're discussing issues on uh, transgenders yeah hi ajanta again hi sandy yeah so um we were talking about transgenders yes. and uh, you kind of um, i mean you described what uh, tra- yeah, transgender the is yeah that really happens yeah. and uh, you know earlier i was talking to you about uh, gender stereotyping mm-hmm. and uh, the guilt or the confusion starts from there uh, so uh, you know as a child or you know as a young adult how does one know their transgender so for example i like you mentioned about this boy in the video uh-huh. you just uh, you know something else appeals to you a lot more mm-hmm. you you like uh, mommy's dressing table more than dad's shaving kit yeah. you just like it more but do you think it's just like a one off thing or so a it could, phase sometimes it is a, f- a phase and yeah. sometimes they feel embarrassed and people go outgrow it you mm-hmm. know but uh, when it persists for a long time uh, then you start uh, feeling a little uh, you know at least for a child who's uh, a child of 3 or 4 doesn't understand any of this mm-hmm. but when you are a little older when you're 9 or 10 and you still are looking um sort of uh, uh, you know uh, looking at your sister's clothes and wondering yeah. when can i get into those i think that is uh, uh, when you start feeling also guilty the guilt oh. uh, starts uh, sort of piling on yeah you were talking about gender stereotyping so yeah so the guilt comes on that saying that no i am not supposed to like all this i'm supposed to like you know checked shirts and i'm supposed to like boots and i'm not supposed to like these, this kind oh, of basically stuff. all things male yeah. supposedly male so yeah so you know i i don't know why uh, you know people are uh, kind of afraid of them or nervous of them but i think they themselves are you know nervous and unsure of what to do hmm. and then when you see the reaction or adverse reactions of people around you i think that pushes you further into your um, your shell you know yes. and you know another thing is we all wonder is um, hrt which is hormone replacement mm. um, therapy or sexual reassignment mm. surgery srs is that necessary is that you know a mandatory i think it's not mandatory for sure it's a choice uh when you identify uh with a particular gender mm-hmm. and you've not been born in that gender um sometimes the need to sort of uh, stop people from or or to just feel complete mm-hmm. a lot of people will tell you transgenders who opt for uh, any of these surgeries will tell you that they feel incomplete in their mind they are a certain gender but they don't look like that and they have to uh, take so much more pain to uh, sort of uh, feel or dress or look like one and uh, when so it's a personal choice really to uh, go for any of these surgeries it's not mandatory there are people who go through life without opting for any of these surgeries um i would also like to uh, sort of uh, put in a word of caution uh, uh, some research should be done before uh, you know where you get these surgeries yeah you've, exactly you have a lot of cases yeah. of botched up surgeries and mm-hmm. uh, with a, a lot of uh, really uh, tragic outcomes so i think in that sense you need to be um, we've had one uh, recently a very well known uh, director Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, opted for surgeries and i mean well it, it, the jury is still out as to the cause of his death but it was believed that the number of uh, you know continuous surgeries that he went for was one of the reasons wow uh, and he was going for srs surgeries oh really yes okay and i think so i think in that sense yes you need to be a little careful find out it's also expensive very expensive especially for people here mm. um because i have met 
<clears throat> excuse me, a couple of uh, transgender people, and uh, you know, it's very sad that they don't have um, an option where they can actually go for surgery at a at a, what do you say a reasonable cost. Mm. In fact, in India, I don't think there are very many people that do reassignment surgeries. Mm. So that is another problem here. But in the US, I know it's pretty common. They go to Thailand, which is another place for SRS. Yes. So um, yeah. yes, it, it's expensive. It's uh, it's risky if it's if you haven't got the right sort of uh, medical uh, you know um, help. But I think uh, more than that, it's a personal choice. And I think also counselling before a surgery yes. is mandatory. Very, very important. That should be mandatory. And I think it is. And any surgeon will not do that surgery unless, you know, the counsellor has given their approval. Because there are also cases of when people have had the surgery and then said, oh my God, I don't think I want this. Yes. And then there's no going back because mm. you've already changed from one gender to another yes. and um, you can't go back and have a reverse uh, surgery mm. because that costs money again and depending on the... Not not talking about the risk to your health. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yes. yeah. So, yes, I think uh, definitely counselling before any of this, counselling through the process of uh, when you're uh, dealing with the angst of mm -hmm. accepting yourself, of uh, dealing with uh, possibly rejection from several quarters in your life, whether it's your parents, family or uh, friends, colleagues. Getting work at work. Can you yeah, imagine? I know that that must. I mean, that sh must be really, really hard for mm. people, and uh, that's why you know shows like this would educate uh, listeners and help things be better. Anyway, um, we have to go into a break, Ajanta. So we're going to go into a short break. Come out, be proud, on Heart to Heart with Sandy and Innersight. you gorgeous people if you're listening this is Q Radio with Sandy and Ajanta on Heart to Heart um, today like I said we are talking about uh, transgender issues and uh, Ajanta and me have been chatting about uh, various uh, points uh, touching upon these um, situations and uh, we've just covered uh, HR, uh, HRT and SRS and whether it was mandatory and uh, Ajanta very very nicely told us that it was not mandatory, it was optional and it was a choice of the person um, involved. And hopefully it, it, it would ideally should be an uh, informed choice. Mm -hmm. An informed choice uh, after taking counselling and then, you know, making uh, a choice once a person is mm -hmm. sure because the ramifications of then wanting to change your mind is not happening. Mm -hmm. It's not like a haircut or, you know, a change of a hairstyle. So, uh, yeah. So, um, that is the first thing one should do before you go or uh, even think of hormone replacement uh, uh, therapy or uh, sexual reassignment surgery. Now, um, Ajanta, you know, all this is, um, it's already a problem like we've mm. discussed mm. for uh, transgenders to come out, for them to, you know, find friends. But how do they deal with it at home, like with their parents? Mm. I mean, how does a transgender child tell his parents that, Hi, mom and dad, I'm a guy, but I identify as a woman or vice versa. Yeah. As a teenager or as a young child, it's very difficult. Most mm -hmm. of them tend to hide. So they tend to, do, you know, indulge themselves when, they're, when they feel they're, uh, you know, sort of, uh, when no one will know about it. And, you know, in India, the concept of privacy is almost nil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A child <laughs> is not allowed to close her, his, yeah. his or her door. So that's, uh, that's there. I think... Um, 
it's more about uh, the only way forward really sandy mm-hmm. like i said for most of um, with uh, most other issues uh, similarly for transgenders i think is education i think for a transgender i would say to uh, you know when you are a slightly older and you're quite convinced that uh, you know you just don't identify with the gender that you belong to uh, educate yourself what yeah. is really happening for you what does that mean how does it change any everything else for you go in for counseling uh, the thing is uh, if you notice and i'll give you an example slightly uh, you know sort of far, uh, slightly uh, different from this but if let's say for example if you're not very confident of a new haircut that you've mm-hmm. had or a particular uh, dress that you're wearing uh, you tend to be very conscious Yeah. Or let's say uh, if you're not very confident of speaking in public, mm-hmm. and uh, if you ha- are in a uh, put in a position like that, you tend to be uh, a little bit on the back foot. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you've uh, worked uh, on yourself, and if you've convinced yourself, if you've spoken, if you've done some self-talk, and you will see how much more that translates to how people treat you. So similarly oh, that I have to agree because I think if you are ashamed of yourself mm-hmm. and you're like you know nervous about mm-hmm. talking about being out there you're wondering what people are going to mm-hmm. say I think you know it affects your demeanor it affects your body language it affects it affects your confidence it affects and the vibe that you give yeah, out the vibe that you exude yeah and people tend to pick that up very much exactly you will see a certain type of child or a certain child being bullied in class and some children just being left alone even as young as 4 or 5 Yeah people just uh, sort of decide based on the vibe that you're exuding like you said and i think it's very important that you yourself are educated you yourself are convinced you you, you accept yourself you love yourself for who you are love yourself for uh, you know uh, the fact that you are different or that you like uh, things uh, differently from somebody else and i think once you are accepting of that you will find it for example if you're a transgender who's ashamed mm-hmm. or uh, have guilt and let's say uh, somebody uh, a colleague or a friend or somebody asked you about it you wouldn't even uh, you know you would tend to be uh, not maybe defensive or you may tend to really sort of uh, uh, not be very sure of what you're saying exactly so i think it's important that you sort of educate yourself i think for parents uh, like i had spoken about parents of uh, you know yeah. the lgbt community of the uh, you know lesbians and gays one needs to uh, sort of really really look at your child as this is one part of your child and there there is just so many things which are to love about your child don't give up on your child don't uh, ridicule judge him because uh, you know he is different from what you had uh, imagined or hoped for him to be No but I, you know I I think parents today are becoming a little more open with the yes. LG and B mm. um I think they kind of uh, well I wouldn't say open but a little more understanding yes they're and trying fact, to understand I see that in my counseling practice as well Sandy I see people uh, you know parents saying that uh, yes uh, that you know uh, I I will not give up on him just because his sexual orientation is different or because he's gay or he's lesbian or she's lesbian but I do also hear them say very often that as long as they don't flaunt that life in yeah. public don't shame us by uh, you know you know sort of coming out or sort of making a big deal about it if they are conducting themselves uh, discreetly and privately that's fine so the the sense of shame associated with society is still very much there okay. with transgenders a lot of it is in the public like i said yeah exactly so most parents would be quite uh, unsure about how to approach this most would be livid most would be sad there would be disappointment and hurt um I think like with anything unknown so there is going to be that level of uh, you know sadness and anger and uh, you know self blame sometimes what did i do wrong to I, be like this to that i my child is like this yeah 
so there are uh, issues like that parents i would definitely definitely uh, not just encourage i would advise actually uh, that please do reach out for counseling when you are going through these uh, acceptance issues with your child when you're finding it difficult to understand accept or uh, really uh, sort of uh, you know uh, you know be with him as a parent so i think that's something i would advise parents definitely to do absolutely and you know when you have a child like this the most important thing is the solidarity in the family yeah. and when you don't get back up or you don't get support from your family i mean that could lead to a lot of other problems you know you're getting into alcohol or drugs or mm. whatever you know and it's 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 really absolutely. bad absolutely yeah. i think for parents i think one thing to keep in mind is that there is so much of uh, uh, you know uh, discrimination and there's so much of rejection from society from friends from um workplace from everywhere else even when they're walking down the road if they're very obviously transgender there is so much of ridicule people pointing fingers people uh, joking people uh, taunting uh, some people being openly aggressive and sort of so i think uh, just remember that your child must be facing so much of that outside exactly. and while you can't control the environment outside you can provide a safe and uh, 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 an accepting environment at home so i think that's something to keep in mind uh, the dangers that you spoke about are very real sandy when uh, one feels like one is cornered no one loves me no one accepts me uh, you tend to uh, most people tend to withdraw and retreat into their own shell not really come out usually stay at home and lock their doors or not go any become completely unsocial in many ways and i think a lot of times also education is not provided for children mm. like this because they feel oh this one doesn't deserve anything mm. like even by parents i've seen you know these things happening and uh, one part is the uh, deserving bit and mm-hmm. the other bit is that uh, shame yeah i don't want my child to be seen by anybody i don't want to be known as parents of this child yes so if they go out you you'd rather hide them wish mm-hmm. wish that nobody would know that your child is a certain way so the more you send them out or go anywhere out uh, it it just becomes a little bit more the shame sort of you feel that you know you are bringing it on yourself so uh, you know if anyone's listening if uh, you know if you have a friend if you have a colleague if you have a you know a relative who you suspect is transgender get them to counseling yes because if you don't know you're not sure and if they're not sure i mean reach out to them and tell them to get you know the uh, counseling so they can have lives like all of us do yes and i think i would like to also tell all uh, uh, you know uh, people who are listening in and uh, is that for any of these things open up your mind i think just open up your mind yes. i think uh, just uh, you know move a little bit back and just ask yourself the way you know is that the only way to be is it possible that there you know people may have other choices people may have uh, you know uh, other orientations goodbye good luck and all the best